Hey guys, it's me Dave. Got a special episode for you today. Our very first attempt at a live recording of the Boogie Monster. This was recorded a couple days ago in Atlanta at the Earl as part of the Red Clay Comedy Festival. And uh, it was a doozy. I hope you enjoy. We've got some great guests, Ryan Singer, Gilbert Lowen, and Patterson Hood. So enjoy our first stab at doing this stupid thing live right here on the Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Cloaked in secrecy, they show up without warning. State their business, then vanish as quickly as they appear. Are you ready for the sex girls? Not that I believe in it, but mm-hmm. I can see that. But I, these guys are dumb freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Okay, Shane, we'll bring up the gas. Shane 
to get Southern whenever he's doing comedy. But whenever you talk to him in person, you know he lived most of his life in Portland. Which is just poser Georgia, by the way. Civil War I've ever <laughs> I forgot that we're actually releasing this on Tuesday and you know to uh, people who aren't here in attendance now, so. my bad Portland it's, it's, a, it's a bit uh, how you feeling buddy man what I mean I, like, well yeah Did, have you eaten any gravy yet what have you had any gravy yet no I had a Domino's pizza last night and this morning yeah, I ate half last night in bed. Yeah, that's the old KK special. Yeah. Eat half of it at night. Whenever I, tra- whenever I travel, they're like, would you like one king bed or two double beds? I get two double beds because you have one bed for eating, one bed for sleeping. <laughs> you fucking do a little, you do a little sexy posing bed on your side, a little pin-up pose uh-huh. in your food, and then you can fuck up those sheets, and then you sleep in the other bed. Nice. You're over at the uh, the haunted. That's hotel. my that's my travel tip. Yeah, haunted haunted by ants crawling on my laptop. <laughs> what about the cat? Is he roaming the halls? Oh man, that cat! I was at the Highland Inn. It's a great place, uh, and the cat was just sitting straight up on the check-in desk, like 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 right front center with its half a ear, not giving a fuck. No, he doesn't. He just goes into people's rooms. Like, he's got a key. It's in your I, like a, I like that cat a lot. Yeah. I, that's why I don't think it's haunted. Like, if it was haunted, a black cat would be like, like would be like fireworks logo. Yeah. But it's like, the name of that firework. He's like, yeah, check out some the cabin. There's complimentary breakfast. You know the deal. I'm a cat. Who cares? Yeah. It just, last time, last time I stayed there, Rodney was like, which room are you in? And I was like, oh, this room. He's like, oh, yeah, man. I had a lot of sex in that room. And that the was the specific a, room that you were staying yeah, in. Yeah, that was the scariest thing I know about the Highland Inn. Was knowing that Rodney fucked all over the place. Now. Oh, that's worse than a ghost. Yeah, man. Crabs aren't spirits, dude. Crabs are real. It's a seafood buffet all over my balls. Uh, should, we get, should we get into it, Kyle? Let's have our first live Boogie Monster podcast. You know what? Before we bring out our guest, one of, well, shit, now I fucked myself. Anyway, well, I wanted to thank the people putting on the festival, but yeah. one of whom is, is, is our guest. So yeah. We'll get into it. But in, in, in preface to that, uh, not only Gilbert, but just the Lowens in general, uh, thank you for putting on the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Yeah. This has been a blast. Big round of applause. For the family that's putting in, and, and other people that I haven't met officially. And that, that amount of applause, it was kind of pitiful. For our first live but. Well, that's a... Let's bring out our guest, guys. You ready, Kyle? Yeah. Let's bring out Ryan Singer. And the one and only Patterson Hood. 
God, they're standing there sitting Can I say something now. about West Van Horn real quick? Yeah. I heard you guys talking about it. Late last night, it was probably at 3.30 in the morning, and I was trying to pass out ice cream sandwiches on the porch. Uh-huh. And I came out, and him and James Fritz were shotgunning high-life cans listening to Warren Zevon. Yeah. And I said, anybody want an ice cream sandwich? And I think it was West goes, oh, no, I really should. <laughs> his great podcast, Me and Paranormal You. That's more fun. Gilbert Lowen, we know from the Red Clay Comedy Festival, and he kills in the paper. Yeah, exactly. I'm on YouTube, too. Gilbert Gilbert Lowen is the funniest comedian on the planet in the green room. Yeah. (laughs) Backhand compliments are Dave's specialty as well. (laughs) And then, of course, Patterson Hood, who you just saw. right now because Bernie Sanders is doing a benefit next door and there's no more like more perfect moment than encompassing broken dreams and having Patterson Hood here singing about Southern Strife while Bernie Sanders is next door drumming up $8.75 I half wrote that earlier you're going to say it right and it's going to be so articulate because I was in the presence of amazing songwriting and shit the bed. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Dave, the heavy lifting on this episode is going to be on you. Oh, that's okay. Well, that's, yeah, a break from the norm. <laughs> I'll do the book report and you just chime in with your I fucking poetry. I do the song and dance. Yeah. Patterson, thanks for joining us, man. This is quite a treat. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan. I, I, I got all my fanboy shit out backstage, so uh, I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to play it cool. I can name every one of your songs in chronological order. <laughs> I, just, I just watched your uh, overwhelmingly articulate songwriting back then, and I was like, i got to ask this guy if he believes in the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> You used curse words like just uh, like pepper on a meal, like it wasn't necessary. And I'm like, fucking fuck this guy's so fucking good. <laughs> that was the first thing I was ever good at. Cussing. <laughs> like when I was like like three or four, I I, I learned every cuss word imaginable. I mean, like like you know, before George Carlin's record even came out, I just knew them all from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so I, I got, so I was so proud of myself. So when the, my cousins would come over and from like the super Christian side of my family would come over, of course I would want to demonstrate my knowledge. <laughs> and so we'd be in the back room and I'd be like, fuck, shit, goddamn, pussy, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then they would go running, you know, and tell their parents and then they'd be, you know, where did he learn such things? And my mom's like, oh, my God, we've got to quit taking him to the movies. So I didn't get to see any movies for like three years. <laughs> I learned it from you. God well, damn it. the southern accent is very conducive to cussing. It just, with that twang, it just sounds better. Buzz oh, you, dude. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm from the Midwest, so like all I have to hang my hat on is Jagoff. Yeah. <laughs> with a G. Like, this fucking jag off. 
It only works if like you're laying out road cones. <laughs> Somebody sit by and do look at this fucking jackass. <laughs> we used to teach our uh, our little cousin curse words in uh, Aramaic, this old language, and my my mom thought it was cute. And when my grandmother moved here from Iraq, she was like, "Go ahead and say something." And uh, he chose that time to say, "Suck my dick." And that America, man. What is suck my dick in Aramaic? Mosla pudding. What's it? Mosla pudding. Mostly pudding. Mostly pudding. I was like, how did he hear it? We're gonna have some titles under this. Grab a spoon. It's mostly the English translation. It is. If you're going All right. Unfortunately, we only have a few minutes with Patterson. He's got a gig tonight. Uh, with his real band. <laughs> Drive-by truckers at the Variety Playhouse tonight, correct? Yes. yes. Any tickets left? Probably not. Is it, is it sold out? I'm assuming it is. Uh, no, maybe a few tickets left. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be cross-promoting another concert. <laughs> at a anyway, Gilbert, big festival. Drive-by truckers, still a few tickets left, everybody. <laughs> uh, but let's not forget Ryan Singer hasn't said much. He's the most... Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to it. I've been staring at his beard. It's so good. Ryan Singer's the most handsome so man okay. I know who's mostly crazy. <laughs> well, I never had friends until I cussed. I used to want to be a, a Catholic priest when I was a little kid, and then my dick started working. But like, I was like, I'm going to hell for this. I'm but, totally going to be a Catholic priest. But then I, I said... Uh, <laughs> but then I said, this new kid moved to my school, and I was like, oh, fresh meat. He doesn't know that I'm a weirdo, right? And so I approached him on recess, and I was like, let's cuss. And he goes, no, we'll get in trouble. And I said, no, we won't. Watch me. And I said... Fuck. And then he's like, Burn and I was like, see, nothing happened. And I was like, bitch, bastard's ass. And he's like, fuck shit, bastard's ass. And we skipped around recess to say, fuck shit, bastard's ass. And we've been friends ever since. Mark Lehner, if you're listening, I love you, sis, you motherfucker. Oh man, hey Patterson, you was telling us backstage. Now that I found this uh, very uh, much of a paradox. You don't believe in ghosts, yet you have seen a ghost. Explain that. That's just a lyric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the uh, dirty south. Yeah. Don't believe in ghosts, but I see one. <laughs> my my, my, my eight year old son just hit that blows his mind. He just can't fathom any of that. First, he can't fathom that I don't believe in ghosts, because why would there be Ghostbusters if you don't believe in ghosts? <laughs> what would the world be without Ghostbusters to him? I mean, it'd be like, so, yeah. so he's, he's, he's looking for ghosts everywhere, because he's a Ghostbuster. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm way too atheist to believe in anything. <laughs> and so, uh, but, uh, uh, but I did see one. I did, I did. I, I, I used to live in this haunted house on uh, Jefferson Road outside of Athens, Georgia. It's where we actually, we actually made pizza deliverance in the living room there. And uh, we, um, there's this big, big old white house, and uh, the upstairs was boarded off so we couldn't get to it. And that's where the old lady who died there left all her stuff. And we were like paying rent to like the, the caretaker or whatever. And, uh, and he told us we moved in. He's like, you know, the people say there's a ghost here. And 
It's like, you know, I, I don't believe in ghosts, but people say there's a ghost here. And so the bathroom door in the hallway wouldn't stay shut. You had to prop something against the bathroom door if you're taking a shit. So, you know, if you're, if you're home alone, you don't bother. You just sit there, you know, and the door, if you close it, it just comes open and you're sitting there and sitting there and, and this old lady just walked past right in the hallway and, and I mean, and she looked just like if you ever went to the Haunted Mansion in Disney World. Yes, yeah. You know how they looked at the projection? You kind of see through them, but they, it looked exactly like that. She just walked past with her hair up in a bun, like like stereotypical old lady with the flowing. I mean, it was like the ghost in any movie, you know. And uh, all right, I, I saw that. You don't. So you so you moved into a house where like yeah, the attic's boarded up. Yeah. Because that's where the old lady who lived here died. Right. So don't go in there ever. Right. And then you saw an old lady walk by you. Yeah. And you're just like, nah, no ghost. <laughs> Like sometimes old ladies just trespass. <laughs> sometimes there's some randy old ladies like just checking doors in the neighborhood. Like, I don't walk through this house and freak somebody else take a shit. It's probably, it's probably the landlord just like going, pay your rent on the third. And you to I know you have till the fifth, but it really stresses me out. <laughs> Late. I don't know if my friend Jen is out here or not. She's supposed to come, but she's here, so she saw it. And, um, and, and so she. While you were shitting? Well, no. She, she was visiting me one day, and we were in the living room. She had to go pee or something, and, and she goes, and I forgot to warn her about the door. So she goes, and she closes the door, and she's sitting down, and of course, then the door opens, you know, and she's sitting there, and then and, and she comes back in the living room just white as a ghost herself, and she's like, is this house haunted? <laughs> I love that this, oh, you saw the old lady. Yeah. This ghost she, will, she described and she described it to a T, exactly like what I saw. This ghost will only haunt you if you're taking a shit. <laughs> like it will never interrupt you in a moment of turmoil or deep thought where like things are gonna be alright. But when you're just sitting there doing the Lord's work <laughs> Even as an atheist, you got to admit, like, all right, we're made of some creation. And then, like, when you're incapacitated with jeans around your ankles, like, oh, shit, old lady ghost. I like, I like this ghost style. I like, what are you going to do about it? Chase me? I like this ghost. I like this ghost. Got somebody taking a hard deuce. Are you making a boo-boo? Got somebody, got somebody working through some crystals. Time to not your crystals, Ryan. The restaurant crystals. Ryan, where's crystal the burners, crystals? not the gemstones that cure my cholesterol. <laughs> Do you ever wear crystals and go to crystals and be like, I'm breaking even right now? <laughs> we got our crystals on multi. It's like Inception. I wonder if this ghost lady has unfinished business. Like, not to, like, you know, not to do business. <laughs> is that why she's watching my shit? I this is my unfinished business! I ran out of toilet paper, I waited there, and then I died. Yeah, that wasn't good. That wasn't funny. <laughs> we can edit that out. We can, yeah, we'll edit it out. So, Patterson, how do you rationalize that oh, then? So, I, I get, like, previously not believing in ghosts, and, but then you saw one, but then you still, like, nah, big deal. Like, I don't think about it that much. Yeah. I don't know. Well, what? I guess my question is, who who do you think that was? 
No, I mean, I guess it was a ghost. I guess. <laughs> what would a ghost have to do to make you believe? Yeah, how heavy? We'll come how heavy, heavy is your motherfucker? How heavy is your mind? I'm waiting for the pro, man. I'm waiting for the pro. Let's do a first one. Oh, you want alien ghosts? Like, 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 a lot of shit going on right now, ghosts. <laughs> Listen, we got a maniac in the White House. I gotta write a new album. Not now, ghosts. Not now, proof of the afterlife. People need health care. If there was health care, there wouldn't be so many ghosts. Honestly, if that was Bernie Sanders' speech next door, I'd get the fuck out of here right now. This is why we're being one of my ghosts. There's too many. There's not enough health care. If you get to exit peacefully, you wouldn't have to become a ghost. I'm like, I'm going to be a burning bro. Yeah. I'm a burning bro. James Adomian, everybody. <laughs> Listen, I was doing me before James Adomian was doing me, okay? That's a weird thing. He's a gay guy. Now I think I said something. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Patterson, before we let you out of here, uh, let's get to the real point of this podcast, which is food. Uh, the paranormal shit is just a guy's... You being a touring musician for the last 30 years, you've tra- traveled all over the, the world, all over the country. Any, any meals stick out? We're like, when I go to this city, holy shit, I gotta, I gotta get some of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you got? Every city. Yeah. I love food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Ain't it great? I just got over six days of the most exploding diarrhea you've ever had. And so I'm like, now I can like eat again. And I'm like, fuck yeah, food. That's just the cost of doing business right there. <laughs> Price of progress. Anything on the top of your head, though, stick out, at least uh, in America, as far as like, oh, when I, when I go to this city, this is exactly, I gotta I get this. What? Husk. Husk in Nashville, Charleston. Nashville, Charleston, yeah. Oh, man, what do you get at Husk? Huh? No. Sean Brock, what do you get at Husk? Oh, man, everything. You get that ham, that sliced ham, the whole hog leg. Yeah. Did he do that for you? Yeah. Sean was in town when I was in Nashville two weeks ago. He let me drive his roadrunner. It was awesome. That's pretty cool. Which, have you been to all the Husk or just the Nashville one? Uh, Charleston, too. Okay, yeah. Charleston. Yeah. Yeah, for anybody that knows, Husk is like gourmet... Southern cuisine, like, like if your grandma went to culinary school for 20 years. Yeah, good stuff. I, oh, well, I've asked you this before. Patterson, if you could come back as a ghost, but then you wouldn't be able to eat, like you wouldn't be able to taste anything anymore, would you still come back as a ghost? No, fuck no. When I'm done, I'm done. Y'all won't see my ass ever again. I will not haunt anything. Fuck that shit, man. You southerners are more are more. (laughs) You're more more attached to flavor than eternal immortality. Yeah. 
told you two hours ago you're too drunk to do this. <laughs> All right, like I said, unfortunately, Patterson has a hard out. It's about time for you to go sound check. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Patterson. without a restraining order. That's pretty cool. But I'm sitting in his butt heat right now. Oh, man. This couch got a lot of stamina. Just give me just 1% of that juice you got. Give it to me. Look at this pile of scraps we're wearing. So is that pressure now. Hey, just throw the neck bone in the pot the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, Maybe it'll taste like some shit. Uh, I remember Don't you talk about neck bones. You, you remember <laughs> I made chili for all the comedians at the Red Clay Comedy Festival. And, uh, this is pretty good, if I do say so myself. Uh, one thing I learned, uh, smoked uh, neck bones from a turkey tend to splinter if you simmer them too long. Yeah, Dave almost killed everybody. And I literally spent an hour fishing neck bones out of my chili, and I had them all. I fished, like, 20 of them out. And, and, until, like... And like the last bowl went to Ryan and he found the neck. And I thought I had that. Just conversations that he sings. (laughs) (laughs) And they're wonderful. Yeah. He planted that neck bone. I wasn't supposed to tell you that. Ugh. And I was like, why are you doing that? He's like, I just don't want Dave to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Bring him down a pig. I thought it was one of my teeth that fallen out. <laughs> Did you bite into it? I bought it. I was like, you know how we all, you know, every once in a while you do that. I mean, I ate a lot of bad food, so it's like that happens a lot. Where, you know, how many letters have I written trying to get free lifetime supply of Fritos? You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, made it into a bone in your bag of Fritos. Yeah, right? <laughs> I found a fingernail in my fun dip. <laughs> that works. You'll get six months worth of fun dip. <laughs> So I thought that's what happened. It's coming in dinner, Ryan. And this day, it was right now. I was like, and because we were sitting in the kitchen, I was like, oh, what is that? I pulled it out. It looked like an old dinosaur tooth. And then I was like, and then Dave was close by, and he's just like, you saw like the look of like almost like his mom just said, I'm disappointed. Because <laughs> Dave just said, oh, I thought I got all the bones. You look so defeated. Yeah. Uh, let's just do mommy, dude. That's <laughs> Mommy's gonna cut the roof of your mouth sometimes. <laughs> You're gonna need lip stitches with some umami ones. That's definitely a good song lyric right there. So, I'm doing bark my musical career. <laughs> As we mentioned earlier, uh, Ryan is the host of the great podcast Me and Paranormal You. He is the uh, foie gras to our pork rinds. Uh, he actually really does his homework and takes it seriously. Um, but yeah, you've been doing that for what, three years now? Almost four years, Almost I think. Four. We're coming up on four. Okay. Or we, I don't know who we is. <laughs> Me and my fucking walk in closet. <laughs> We're coming up on four years. <laughs> Good job, Ryan. Didn't you believe? I lived with Ryan for a year, and when you go into his bedroom, it is literally like 
a mad scientist's brain on the wall. Just poems and short stories and diagrams, like literally on the wall. He's like, hey, I'm not getting my deposit back. I don't Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> What's your blood type? Come to my room. Do you like pentagrams? Are you on your period? That would be ideal. <laughs> Do you mind if I borrow some of your hair? I've had one beer. I got some new crystals though, and they're working. Okay, and by the way, Ryan, before we get into the topic hand, I want you to. Ryan's got a great story that I want him to tell. But before, let, let's stick with the lighthearted, rambling bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Ryan has, uh... If you look like Dave and said that stuff, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your babies. <laughs> but you look like when Hollywood's like, we need a fuckable maniac. <laughs> no, no offense, Dave. No, I get it, yeah. I'm self-aware. If you came over and talked about period blood, I'd kick you out forever. <laughs> singer does and I'm like alright I'll give you like 20 more minutes Ryan do you want to share with our audience uh, your new uh, your new affinity for creating riddles oh so sh- oh dude so most comedians spend their time trying to write jokes uh, and, and improve but they're writing. not artists they Ryan has taken to writing his own riddles and I have heard a lot of them this weekend and one of and them is actually you guys, good. you should hear them too. Yeah. One of them is pretty good. And the reason they were so mad at me is because he couldn't solve it. I solved a couple of them. You did solve a couple of them. Yeah. Oh, well, I did. Yeah, yeah, the the, the yeah. answer only exists in okay. my own mind. Well, I'll, I'll do it, and then maybe your listeners can like email you the, the solution. Maybe they can ignore him immediately. Like. <laughs> <laughs> real quick okay uh, you can twist it off you can pop it off and when you get real high it's the reverse of what got you there stamps.com is that what to say that and keep it wait 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 this is a recipe for disaster top is correct Wow, okay. Top is correct, because top backwards is pop. You can pop a top, you can twist a top, and... Yeah, listen to the disappointment of everybody. <laughs> I feel like I just got gaslighted. The only problem is who gives a shit. You only... T- <laughs> you want you set me up for this? Yeah, I know. That was you. That's our dynamic, you fucking idiot. <laughs> listen, listen fucking go to your room. room. Our moneymaker just left. Nobody's listening to this episode. <laughs> We didn't even give him to sing a song. We fucked this up. <laughs> now we got to get Gilbert to write a poem or something. We got a riddle on a singer. I wrote a new country song recently. What? It's uh, real short. Yeah, no, all right, sure. Here we go again. <laughs> I got a deuce in my poop shoe. A trunk full of loot and Smokey's in pursuit. Deuce in my poop shoe. And it's crossing that border tonight. Cause my security ain't that tight That's my butthole That's, that's my butthole It's a metaphor okay. I hope he was gone and did not hear that You don't want him to steal it? <laughs> Steals a lot of songs 
seriousness, Ryan and I have been friends for a long time. <laughs> and we, we've always bonded over how fucking weird he is. Why am I alone? But no, seriously, like, we, we've, way before Boogie Monster, way before me and Paranormal You, we were always sitting around drinking beers and talking about weird shit. And one time we started talking about shapeshifters. I was very interested in shapeshifters, uh, kind of connected to skinwalkers, which we've covered on uh, this yeah, we podcast. Covered. Yeah, we covered. <laughs> we really got deep into it. You know, like, you know when you have that friend who like tells you a story and you're like, hey man, you fucking with me? <laughs> like, this, this is bullshit, right? And he's like, no. And I'm like, Okay, I get you're doing the bit, but like, when's it gonna end? Like, this is bullshit. You're fucking with me, Ryan. Do you want to tell the story sure, that you, you told me about a shape shifter? Short of it, like, this is probably the story that is like most blew my mind. Most alienated people from me in my life. <laughs> so why not put it out to a larger audience? Uh, <laughs> this is why a singer can't get work. And just to uh, preface it, just to preface it, in your mind, this is real. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> In my mind, this is real. This is, a, this is not a bit. This is the only thing to remember when you hear this story. It's important that you believe that I believe it. It's not important that you believe it. But know that I do. Uh, over ten years ago, I dated a woman who could shapeshift. And it sounds crazy. Now, explain to them shapeshifting for those who yeah. don't know. Morphing, shapeshifting. I was dating a girl. You're and better looking than Brad Pitt and 12 Monkeys. I'll say that. <laughs> I was. Thank you, by the way. Uh, you fuck with your whole essence. And I know you're like, I'm, I'm almost curious. So, 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 so I think this woman. rattling around your ears when you're just holding my head. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We can talk about this, you know, back. Yeah, like, right, yeah I'm talking. Yeah. Now he's a handsome man. Anyway. So I date this woman, and then she tells me, I told, this was, at the time I used to think there was a lizard in my brain, I had this weird sensation, always at the back, bottom of my brain, I told a doctor Not a metaphor. What's that? <laughs> An actual lizard in his brain. So the only way I knew how to describe it, like a tiny lizard was crawling out. Anyway, uh, so I told this woman that on like our first date, and she goes, well you're batshit crazy, I can tell you about me. And I was like, okay, lay it on me. And she says, ever since I was a kid, she grew up in the Middle East. She's always been an outcast in her family. And everyone thought she was the devil because her appearance would change unexpectedly. And sometimes she didn't even know. And uh, maybe it was just like her eyes would flash diff different colors, I think. Uh, but then I was like, oh, this sounds awesome. This sounds awesome. And you know those times where you're like, this sounds awesome until you, <laughs> until you experience it. And then you feel like you have a mental breakdown. That's what happened the first time. Because we were laying in bed. We just had sex. And I look over, and, and she was she was about a five foot two uh, woman from uh, Iraq. Yeah, yeah, of course. Was. I have to, have to verify that she was from. Iraq. <laughs> And so I look over at her, and she's like a blonde-haired white woman. Oh, I know her. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so I freak out, right? I start like thinking I lost my mind. 
And she's like, what's going on? What's going on? I was like, you were a different person. You were just a different person for like two seconds maybe at the most. And she goes, oh my God, it happened again. I'm so sorry. And I felt like I lost my mind and I ended up leaving. I just ended up leaving. And it was a dickhead move. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a, you know, not a dickhead move at all. <laughs> Babe, I don't mean to fucking run, but you yeah. shape-shifted in front of me. So I got some stuff going on. You're literally not the same person I met. <laughs> So what happens is, uh, we don't talk for a couple days, she won't answer my calls, and then we, we reconcile. And then shortly after that, we're supposed to have a date, and she leaves me a message. I think this was uh, on my voicemail. She said, uh, I can't do it, it's happened again. And I was like, fuck that, dude. I, so I drove from Glendale, Culver City, and I was just at her apartment. I was like, That's a big gesture. That's a big gesture. <laughs> I don't understand. Rush and so I was like, you could, I was like calling her. I was like, hey, it's me. I'm not going to freak out this time. I promise. I'm going to handle it. I've already experienced it. Now it's cool. You know, I want to see. I want to see. And so she lets me in her apartment. And she's just wearing like shorts and like a huge sweatshirt. And then uh, she goes, uh, I was at work today. It was a and shorter this- sweatshirt after a while. <laughs> To a tank. Culver City shapeshifter. I turned into a. To roll into And so she says, I was at work today, and this woman who was like getting ready to have her baby walked by my desk. And I remember thinking, oh, she looks so happy. And I remember being envious of that. And she walks away. And about half an hour later, she said, my clothes just started getting tighter. Tighter slowly but surely. That happens, by the way. And yeah, uh, yeah, over long periods of time. This was not after lunch, but like <laughs> over a season. <laughs> and so then she sat out for about half an hour. She realized that she wasn't even like her, her clothes were almost getting ready to like break or rip or whatever. And so she just called her boss real quick. So I got to go. I'm feeling sick. She went home, and now she's just fully nine months pregnant. From when earlier that day, she was just nothing. Now, and I was like, dude, I grew up in Southern Ohio. All my younger sisters had babies at 17. I know what a pregnant chick looks like, right? And so she looked like she'd swallowed a giant beach ball. And I'm like, you know, listening, see if the, the weird baby that's in there is kicking, nothing's happening. So we agreed that she probably wasn't really pregnant. Um, so we got a bottle of wine. And we dropped a bottle of wine. But she was fully pregnant for the whole night, and then we had sex. This is the most unbelievable paternity case a judge has ever heard. So we, we ended up drinking wine, we had sex, she woke up the next day just totally normal, and I was like, hey, Yeah, you did like, it. I was like, The first time I've ever fucked a woman unpregnant. Are you have cases of vacuum dick? <laughs> Yeah, it shaped like a hanger at the end of it, but um, that was too far. That was too far. I don't get it. My dick has a. <laughs> no, but but in all seriousness, ever since that moment, ever since the first time she turned into a different woman, and then especially like the hands-on evidence uh, of the pregnancy for just you know 14 hours, it was just like. Now it's a paradigm shift in your life. Now it's like, oh, maybe leprechauns could be fucking real too. <laughs> like you are willing to, re- at least I was willing to reconsider everything that I've been told that is unbelievable. And so now that's the journey. Wow. <laughs> so nothing, because when people tell me a crazy story, like you're not going to believe this, but blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I know how crazy I sound when I say I'm I did a girl to lady once. <laughs> The story didn't end with you saying that was her, that was Patterson Hood, which that was in, in her, like that was her form. 
Like just now. Oh, just now. Yeah. Wait, I missed it. I missed what? it too. I, I'm staring. When I stare into Ryan's eyes, I, I, I don't make any sense. So I'm sorry about that. So she was, She had a pregnant belly. All she night. had a pregnant belly. All and night. And you slapped it like. You could, Why did? That's not what like, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like when you're trying to find the stud in the wall, like da, 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 da. Yeah, that's a baby. Da, da, da. For, the sake, for the sake of this, yes. Okay. All right then. I well, believe Ryan, you. Ryan's going to give us some concessions. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of this, for the sake of this, I'll humor you. Yeah. But that was about 12 years ago, and then uh, it, we'd gone about 10 years where we hadn't really spoken. I emailed her, and she never wanted to communicate with me, because she said no that when shit. she talked about it... Because <laughs> she has a 11-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> this is more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we need to be together. So, uh, but you know how it is. Like When you have a crazy experience in your life... That is like, you know, what most people would say that like, oh, you're an insane person. That's not real. That doesn't exist. You're crazy. After 10 years of like not being able to be around that person who shared that experience with you, you know, like it's like, you know, you're an island. So it's like you need validation because slowly but surely you'll be like, did I make it all up? Am I crazy? Did I imagine all this shit? And then I randomly met up with her about a year and a half, two years ago, and we hadn't seen each other in over 10 years. And we talked about it, and I was just like, thank God I'm not crazy. This shit really happened. She's still on Culver City? No, she's off the grid now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shocking. But she's a rocket scientist, like literally a rocket scientist. No, she has developed software that floats around in, in space. <laughs> she's what? She she's a rocket scientist. She floats in space? No, she just... <laughs> Does NASA know about her crazy belly? <laughs> I don't think I don't know who, I, I can't say who she works. She doesn't ever want me giving her identity. Oh, yeah. She develops software that's in satellites in space. Like for real. Like she, you know it's like well, you know. So she's not just some like her name was Betty Lou. She's from like, you know, like Lake Placid. Yeah, no, it's real cuz she lived in Culver City. <laughs> Seriously, that's an amazing story, Ryan. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and I know people probably people are allowed to think it's crazy. It's just important that they understand that I, I know it's true. But that, but that's why that you're it. our friend, and we always want to talk to you about stuff. Absolutely, you'll come in with crazy shit, but then you'll just be a regular hilarious dude hanging out. Like, you can't be that kind of crazy and then that be, be that kind of regular dude without those things blending like that's why I'm ten, I, I, I will like allow myself to believe you because you're still just a hangout guy well it's what you guys do on the podcast too it's you have to have a sense of humor about what you believe or, or then you're just an asshole yeah right if you can't take a joke yeah. then you like no one wants to listen to an asshole like same sisters are real and you're a bunch of fucking idiots <laughs> who listens to that guy <laughs> who listens to that guy Oh, I love you so much, Ryan. I love you too, Ryan. Bigfoot's real and Jesus was a fraud. <laughs> he was a Sasquatch doing chaos magic. You're a bunch of fucking cowards. <laughs> right? Like, no one can see you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's a special moment right there. He's a special moment. I don't know you on Fox. Like I said, uh, Ryan and I lived together for a little over a year, and uh, this just clicked to me now. Uh, Gilbert and I also were roommates for about a year. What? Uh, I was out with the van uh, 
Gilbert, uh, I sublet the uh, the passenger seat of my van. <laughs> no, you like the, the idea came to you when I, when I was living with you. Absolutely, yeah. Gilbert and I. Uh, That's how bad of a roommate you were. No, Dave goes, come in here, and I go, all right. And he goes, you know, this area is where I am when I'm not working here doing comedy. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I think I'm just going to do that in L.A. And I was like, all right. I'm glad I'm the, I'm the person you brought that idea to because I'm the yeah. only person that would have been like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, Gilbert <laughs> was literally the first person I bounced the idea off of because we, we lived uh, with another buddy in a house in Decatur, yeah. uh, local yeah. residence. And uh, I had a, a normal-sized bedroom, but it just so happened that I spent all my time in this, like, 12-square-foot area. I had a mattress on the floor, literally flush next to that. I had a dumb little chair, and about a foot in front of that, I had a small little coffee table that I put my laptop on. So I literally, just this little bitty square, and I was like, hey, Gilbert, all this shit right here could fit in a van. So you didn't even live so, in your whole bedroom? No, I didn't even live in my whole bedroom. It's just, I'm a minimalist. Yeah, it's too much. But, uh, so Gilbert and I lived together for about a year. And, uh... I'm a minimalist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, excess. Come on. And, uh, but Gilbert and, and I would bond... Who needs uh, a place for shit? We had this, uh... <laughs> We had this routine of getting really high on marijuana and watching conspiracy theory videos on YouTube. That's how we bonded. That that was my roommate. And uh, so Gilbert was always like my go-to reference point for like crazy conspiracy theories. And he, you taught me so much, so would, much insane, crazy shit. I would knock on Dave's door at two in the morning, going, "Have you seen Tower 7? Have you guys heard it?" <laughs> so Dave is your fault. Dave is kind of my fault. Well, just the van and the crazy thoughts. That's that's it. That's my fault. Uh, so anytime I go deep down the rabbit hole on conspiracy theories, I always gotta text Gilbert like, "Hey, do you." You know about fluoride. <laughs> you know about Jade Help Fifteen. We we got to move. Yeah. So anyway, what, what what's going on with you now? Are you still like uh, deep into that? No, actually, I'm going the other way. I think none of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Illuminati. Get a fucking job, people. It's not, it's not run by the. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I uh, no, I still do. That. I have to say, like at the time, I'm not as uh, into everything as I was then. There's a there's a time when I would just smoke weed, watch any documentary, and be like, "Yep, that's true too." I guess. There's <laughs> aliens on uh, the moon is a is a station, and they created the Fed, and now they're spraying shit in our skies. Got it. Got it. That's what they won't teach us in school. Yeah. Also, I'm 40. <laughs> By on Infowars, that's where I learned most of my stuff. <laughs> well, it's so it's so hard trying to be a liberal and also believe in conspiracy. Theories. Yeah, it is. Like I like conspiracy theories. It's all fucking. It's all keep white rubber. Okay, no, I got to back off from all that. Yeah. Well, the problem is at the bottom of most bunkers, someone's tr- or f- fucked it up. Rewind that. Mm-hmm. Take that. We'll, we'll, we'll edit it. There's always someone trying like to sell you a bunker at the end of these fucking cons- uh, these rabbit holes. Yeah, they're, they're always like, like Alex Jones, he makes million. Like his, all you need to know about Alex Jones was he's making like he had to pay like forty five thousand dollars a Alex month. Jones, in he's a wrestling heel he without the moves. Wrestling <laughs> 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 conspiracy theories, it's all just wrestling. Like it's all, but they yeah. just don't know the comedy part of it. They don't know the entertainment part of it. 
Like, so people are like, it's real. Like, no, 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 it's entertainment. It is. It's like, it's hilarious. Watch Alex Jones. It's hilarious. It's so fun. But when you're like, he's right. Which is the same thing if you watch The Daily Show. But they're right. No, it's entertainment. What? It's fun. Right? I lost everybody. I lost everybody. Daily Show is entertainment. Like, oh, dog. That's truth. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's jokes versus fear, but it's all entertainment. It's not real. None of it's real. Which part? What's not real? Well, I don't know. I shouldn't be on the stage right now. This, this all sounds like good ideas when we're in my living room saying this shit. The crowd of people just... Just silent. <laughs> now I know how Alex Jones feels. There's <laughs> the truth and you need to <laughs> Quiet. Aliens. <laughs> Not the illegal one. I'm, 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 I'm always back and forth on whether I believe in aliens. Like, what? What do you mean? What? You told me to say that. No. I love Donald Trump. Is that contrarian? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, the, no, but seriously, are you really back and forth on Yeah, I'm back and forth on it because on one hand, like I like I'm reasonable to think that the universe being as big as it is and the fact that like there's so many there's a uh, something called the Drake equation that um, the, the guy who started SETI... I wish I didn't know more about Drake. Not, not Drake, the R&B act. He, he's not. He wasn't like... Drake, when he writes songs, he's usually at, uh, at NASA writing formulas. But the, this formula is like... too old to know Drake jokes. No, these aren't... These aren't, these aren't jokes. This is real. Yeah, this so are you a flavor of the week this LA is, comedian? Sorry. Inside so he, so he did this like formula that calculates that estimated how many possible uh, life forms exist and it's, it's it's a huge number but like there's a thing called Fermi's Paradox like where the fuck are they then like we haven't seen any and I, and it, there could be that we're like we have seen them yeah we have just like but they're never like say we here, here, here's like, we're I'm, we're I'm a big contrarian to be like the like, believers have seen <laughs> there's some here if you're an alien you have to tell us is that like <laughs> if so like the phoenix lights you know what those are, right? Yeah. So the thing about, like... We tried to do an episode on that and got bored. We tried to do an episode on everything. Oh, yeah, that's good. Try is the key word, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Well, so, like, the, there's these lights that thousands of people reported as aliens or, like, unidentified flying object. So think about what happened for them to get there. They're, like, this super advanced species that can, like, tra- transcend time, space, and matter to get here. They can't just fly. They look like phoenix. Yeah. But then, so when they get here, they're like, all right, we're in the atmosphere. Let's turn our hazard lights on. Like, why the fuck are they, why are they blinking? Why are they blinking? They're just like, we got here now. Let's, let's be safe and turn our red blinking lights on. As we back into a spot right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, you think they're seeing it? Yeah, they see us, but what are we going to do? We got we to turn our lights on. Um, you know, the first thing that, like, that, that more enforces the idea that there's so many aliens that enough of them fuck up and leave their lights on. Yeah. When, they're, when they're pulling in the parking garage. Yeah, they're the dumb aliens. They're, yeah. like, they're like, let's go to Earth, man. Oh, shit. Get some health Sorry, here. my fault. Shared building. Shared building. Are they the aliens who don't know how to use like an answering machine like the grand battle joke? Like, it's recorded! 
<laughs> no, it's not. Wait, no, Kurt Russell was the first pilot. He was a private uh, pilot. Kurt Russell, the yeah, actor. Like you need He's the first guy who. Whenever you hear about the Phoenix BG Lights, C, baby. Whenever you hear yeah. about the Phoenix Lights, it says uh, a private pilot uh, called into the uh, air tower or whatever to report these lights. It was fucking Kurt Russell. It was Jack Burton. It was Jack Burton. <laughs> yeah, Snake Plissken. <laughs> Sun's out there shaking the pillars of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Seven demon bag. <laughs> Six, seven. Another uh, conversation we had uh, one night, Gilbert, was, and this was way over my head, but uh, you tried to explain to me the multiverse theory. Do you yeah, want to say it like, I, like I know it like really well. You want to like, take another shot? <laughs> the theory I came up with. Uh, I love the idea that Gilbert confounded you with it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you used to be. Way deep into all this stuff. Yeah, weeks ago, yeah. Dave. Weeks ago. <laughs> all my hearsay knowledge came from yeah. this jackass. So. Well, yeah, I mean, the multiverse is basically like the you know theory that there's infinite universes out there, and like I think part of it they they've come to that conclusion because the these factors that exist for us to be alive and being here are like they're basically zero. There's like no chance for all this shit to happen. The expansion rate of the universe. The, uh, the, the way that the earth is formed is tilt, it's got to have a tilt to have seasons because the evolution needs that. They need like long periods of predictable change and that's got this, the moon is the like fourth biggest one out of like 115 and it has to be that big to keep us from wobbling. And then all that shit that you're like, well, I mean, there's the chances of that happening are zero. So then people go, these factors are finely tuned, so maybe there's God, and all the scientists are like, no, 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 there's no God. There's, there's just multiple universes. Don't, don't get stuck there. There's like multiple universes. Put that Bible down. Uh, I, I, always thought multi- I, I thought multiverse is when you can have like cable in one room. And like... <laughs> you can watch that. Comcast has a I multiverse. I use my phone to work my DVR. Yeah, Comcast is part of the multiverse. That's <laughs> But the way you explained it to me back then was there's so there, the possibility of so many different universes yeah. that somewhere on one of them that just by the laws of probability that they're going to replicate exactly what we're doing now. Yeah, like like somewhere on some universe there's four assholes on a stage. Yeah. With a bunch of PBR talking about this shit. Yeah, and then everything happens that's ever happened has happened there up until this moment. And in that, that universe, I scratch my balls. But I don't in this one because I have, like, manners. But, like, the, <laughs> but everything that happens, because it's unlimited. It's infinite. I mean, I probably have a fucking great career somewhere. <laughs> but you lucked out in this one. <laughs> you, got, you, man, you got manners yeah. in this universe. In this one, I have roommates at 42, 43, whatever. <laughs> The multiverse to me has always been like the great like myth that you can buy into for comfort. Like if it, there is unlimited universes, and that that means that you could be doing anything you can think of or conceive of, it, you are doing in a different universe. That means if you are mad like me that you quit the piano at eleven years old, and your mom's like, "You're gonna fucking regret it." I'm like, "Fuck you, mom. I'm cool." And now I'm like, "Ah, oh, if I could play the piano, maybe I'd get laid." Like in one of those universes, I'm. Fucking Elton John, dude. Well, you're fucking Elton John. Yeah, and I play the piano. So the multiverse is just the grass is greener in yeah. the multiverse. Yeah, it's a good comfort thing. Like, ah, it's okay. I can 
I did that in the other one. So it's just an idea to make you feel better about not doing your best. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can look at it that way, basically. I didn't try hard enough here, but somewhere else I did. Yeah. Somewhere else I'm, I did. I'm yeah. crushing it. Yep. Yeah. You say, that's okay because somewhere else is different. I'm doing much better somewhere else. Well, that's a good, nice thing for all. It's a nice way to be irresponsible. The multiverse is real, and we all did better there. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of what we did to get here. <laughs> oh boy. Dave, what, what did you do in the multiverse? God, I hope something better than this. <laughs> I live indoors in the multiverse. I've got my toilet. It's pretty rad. Dave got, Dave got himself a place with a foundation. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what, you, you want to bring it home? You want to, you want to land this plane? <laughs> this, this plane didn't get off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's, you got it brought up. Let's talk. Let's, let's, oh, let's, did you want to get into that? Let's throw an Atlanta flavor into this. I think it's too late to get into it. Much longer than this. That's true. No, let's throw a little. Let's throw a little Atlanta Taylor. Seven to eight people want us to do it. to make it, uh, you know, kind of a, a local uh, connection. Maybe some folks here might have might know about it. Anybody know about the Ellis Hotel? <laughs> All right. Yeah. 119 people died in the Ellis Hotel. That's weird that you would cheer that. Well, that's why none of them are here. <laughs> no, I was just, I was doing a little research on uh, Atlanta haunted spots. And once I got through all the weird uh, Halloween haunted houses, like no, I don't want to go to Six Flags. I mean, like actual, actual haunted houses and uh, haunted places. And uh, we're just going over some of the most haunted shit in Atlanta. Uh, 1946, the Ellis Hotel, right here on Peachtree Street, not far from here. Uh, there was a crazy ass fire, and 119 people died. So thanks for coming out, everybody. That's our show. <laughs> <laughs> no ghosts at all, just a tragedy. <laughs> Saturday. No, but seriously, uh, like, and it's haunted as shit now because of that. I mean, think about that. Like, it's a technical term. The classic, the classic haunted house tale is like, oh, a, a dude died here, and then sometimes people see him. A hundred and nineteen people died in one false swoop. In the Ellis Hotel. Did they and, all become ghosts? Uh, well, I don't know if there's actually 119 ghosts. But, uh, oh, they hear all kinds of shit over there, uh, right there on, on Petrie. And now it's like, a, like if you go to their website, it's like a nice, you know, four and a half star hotel. But it's like, don't, don't mention it. Half, that half a star. Yeah. But, uh, so many ghosts. Oh, man. <laughs> I counted like 115. <laughs> Uh, but people hear all kinds of crazy, like uh, moaning and people yelling and shit. And, uh, it's a brothel. It's a brothel. People, these then, ghosts are writhing in passion in the air. They stay for an hour at a time. 
That's a lot of pounding on the walls and shit. People yelling about Sex God. Sex is so good when you know nobody's gonna get pregnant because you're ghosts. <laughs> By the way, one time I was staying at a shitty hotel in like Knoxville, Tennessee. Unbelievable. And uh, right next to me, I could tell, I could hear some funny business going on. But instead of like the classic like pounding rhythm, I heard three big thuds. It was just like boom, boom. Boom, and he was done. So, that, that was someone being bludgeoned. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a murder. Uh, I, thought, I thought he just had his own little technique there. Uh, Get ready for the hottest 42 seconds of your life. No, but this fire, uh, this fire at the Ellis Hotel broke out at around 2.48 a.m. That's in the morning, Kyle. And, and, uh, at about 2.48. Yeah, right, give or take 2.48. What a, uh, what a specific time for a historic tale. But uh, one of the most common, like, crazy occurrences that happens there, like, is so many times, the fire alarms just go off at 2.48 a.m. Now, that could be some sort of electrical engineering thing. When did this, what year did this happen? 1946. 1946, and uh, oh man, and uh, actually this tragedy kind of uh, spawned some of the uh, uh, revamping of like the fire codes and stuff, like with hotels. Yeah, they didn't like, just use an orphan in the hallway. <laughs> fire! Fire! There's a fire! But like people were just, it's, uh, it's, it's weird to like... Stop just, fucking, there's a fire! <laughs> And they burned to death. 119 people, which means one guy was alone. <laughs> What's weird about that? Uh, but yeah, like the, the ladders on the fire trucks could could only go up about three or four stories. So the people above that were just shit out of luck. People were jumping. And then they had the, the nets, the safety nets, but they're like. They literally said, uh, anybody jumping higher than 70 feet, don't, because the nets won't hold you. So they were like, oh, shit, I guess I'll just stand up here and burn to death. Uh, like, why not even give it a shot? But, uh, yeah. I'll take my chances. Why not, why not ruin that net for everybody else? So there's ghosts there, or it was just a thing that sucked that happened in life? No, no, but because there was such a tragedy, like it's haunted as shit. People, ever since then, just constantly... Are there Yelp, Yelp reviews that, that say that? Yeah, it's, I, I got all this on Yelp. Uh, uh, Fred in Cartersville gave me all this info. Three stars. Negative Yelp reviews yeah. because of ghosts yeah. are the best. Great comment on breakfast, but I got ghost comb in my hair last night. So again. <laughs> Two stars, the undead, paced around my bed. I asked um, for a refund. We'll update review later. <laughs> Post-exorcism, four and a half stars. <laughs> Continental breakfast was choice. <laughs> Also, no spirits woke me. Another uh, another popular Atlanta hotspot for ghosts, which a lot of people in this room probably are familiar with. Pops it was so ghosts. close. Oakland Cemetery. Yeah! You guys ever been to 
Woodland Cemetery? Yes. Awesome. A lot of people smoke weed in Woodland Cemetery. I can't wait to be in that cemetery. Man, I've, like, seriously, you have a chance to die. Just go wander around Oakland Cemetery, man. It's it's really sprawled out. It's uh, you know, I like old ad. Like some of that shit's like 1700s. I hate but, the uh, new ass I don't like those new. This I don't like the <laughs> These new corporate cemeteries coming in. You know, driving out the local businesses. This guy's tombstone is just a Monster Energy drink logo. <laughs> Three thousand unknown Confederate uh, soldiers are buried in Oakland Cemetery, and often people will hear like uh, taps being played, trumpets, and uh, a very common occurrence is uh, people hear uh, a roll call, like some dead Confederate soldier's ghost will be doing roll call for all the soldiers, and oftentimes they will hear people yell "present." That's creepy. <laughs> like the call is enough, but the response as well. Ugh. Could be a reenactment. You know, we do those a lot. So that's true. Like, they're just those nighttime reenactors. You know, they're fine. <laughs> so yeah, go over to Oakland C- Cemetery and wander around. Like three thousand unknown Confederate soldiers just buried there. There's no telling what those idiots. That seems are. like the worst eternal cycle to be stuck in. Doing the roll call. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking day, I gotta. I'm in. I'm gonna be here forever. I'm ever everywhere, Van Morrison. So fucking leave me alone. But that's like I won't be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So much uh, haunted shit, though, in Atlanta, guys. When you uh, get a chance, go check some of this shit out. Uh, the Decatur Recreational Center. Uh, yeah. Seriously. You wanna go play some? Uh, Fucking racquetball or the something? The swim dance team yeah. from 1983 got the bus wreck. <laughs> Early 1900s, two children named Herman and Lucy were killed as they played on the Decatur Street. Uh, today, uh, the pair still play together outside the Decatur Recreation Center. The spirits have uh, been known to invite living children to join in on their fun and games. That's creepy as shit. That is creepy. I'm upset that there's a place in the South that isn't haunted. <laughs> And uh, one more I'll throw at you. The Decatur Courthouse. Everybody's listening. After learning of his wife's affair, James Crowder flew into a fit of rage. He killed his wife and their children. Why would you kill the children, too? Like, hey, you like her, so fuck you, too. Crowder was uh, publicly executed for his crimes, and his ghost is reported to remain near the city courthouse, lurking in shame. So, yeah, the Decatur Courthouse. Next time you go pay a traffic ticket... Uh, look around and see if you can find the ghost of James Crowder who <laughs> murdered his wife and innocent children. So, He's the ghost who's always just like... <laughs> <laughs> the Fox Theater is like, haunted. What's shame? They were there. You ever step on a Lego? It sucks. <laughs> I feel like it's like Richard Lewis. He's <laughs> got a bunch of paper like... <laughs> The face work's gonna go good on the podcast. Uh, That's all I got. uh, Let's let's bring it in. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much. The the big round of applause. This has been our first live podcast. Yes, here's Bob Stone. Thank you.
fucking A, dude. All right, that's it. Thanks very much, everybody. There you have it, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Our first ever live recording of The Boogie Monster. want to thank again our guest, Gilbert Lowen, Ryan Singer, Patterson Hood. Check those guys out on Twitter, YouTube, Google them, do whatever you got to do. I know Ryan's got a great new album out called Immortal for Now. And, of course, Patterson Hood, lead singer of the Drive-By Truckers, their most recent album, American Band, is absolutely phenomenal. So uh, check those dudes out and keep supporting them. And thanks for listening. Our first ever live recording of the Boogie Monster. And uh, speaking of which, if you are in L.A. or the Southern California area, this Sunday, October 8th, 2.30 p.m., we will be doing another one at the L.A. Podcast Festival, uh, 2.30 at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. So if you're in the area, stop by and check out uh, that one, our second stab at doing it live. We've got a great lineup lined up for you there. Deborah Giovanni, Dave Waite, and James Adomian. It's going to be a hoot. See you next week. It's the Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster. Thank you.